Mix up guests and talk about the supernatural. Paragordo Activity Podcast number, I don't even know where we're at anymore, because this has been like, how do I say it, it has been a very long time since we've done one of these, now right now you don't hear another voice, it's because Hefty is not here yet, he's late, and as an asshole that I am, I decided to just go on without him, um, let me fix my levels here. So, since he's not here, I said, why would I do a podcast by myself? And then I was like, you know, I'm not by myself. I have the master of surprises, Mr. A.G. Barrera here. Medium, um, intuitive, and uh, all-around great guy. A.J., how are you? Doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I just, you know, we go... We go so far. Roger Roger Flores is here. Roger, say hi. Hi, everybody. Roger um, is one of my best friends since we were little kids and uh, was also part of this group that we called Real Encounters, which was a paranormal investigating uh, crew that was AJ, myself, Roger, and our friend Renee. Which is Roger's brother. Which Renee's not here because he's fucking scared <laughs> like a motherfucker. I'm gonna read you to you the exact text <laughs> that Renee sent me. All right. So I say, Renee, hey, we're gonna do a little real, a little real encounters, a reunion because we have a show coming up. He wrote this. Thanks for the invite, bro. But I'll pass. <laughs> I don't want to bring anything home when you open those paranormal realms. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm gonna bring, like there's, like I'm gonna bring elves back to his house. Oh shoot! He makes man. it sound so like ah, oh, this paranormal realm. That's what the misconception is. A lot of people think that when you open up the realm or you get involved with this, that you're gonna take home all this negativity or entities or you're summoning these, you know, you're you're conjuring demons and well, all well, that. You it's know. weird because he's been on these with us, right? And I think that's what freaked him out though, because he's been <laughs> on there with us on all the this experiences. Paranormal realm. <laughs> we have everything here. We have sage. What else do we have here? Pa- okay. Palo Santo. Man- we got Manteca. we, we have have crystals. We eggs. Got- <laughs> we have. I mean, I have. We got Manteca on the table. There we go. <laughs> we have everything here, man. La Santa and, Muerte. No, we don't, we don't fuck with that. We don't fuck with that. But it's, anyways, I'm not going to get into it because then I'll get mad. Um, we did so many investigations, and now we're going to do a little reunion at the Brit Improv. Um, we have it scheduled for the 26th, right? 21st 21st unless it gets gets changed unless it gets changed to the 10th but as of right now we're going for the 26th uh either way look on my instagram at momo rodriguez and you will see when we are scheduled or just go to the brit improv website and look on the october calendar you'll see our mugs right there it's gonna be a fun night it's gonna be a night of of comedy and AJ kind of like turning on his Wi-Fi and see what he right. finds. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You know, I, I love doing audience readings. And honestly, this is going to be my first event since February 2020. Damn. I do not do any live events. I haven't done any at all That's whatsoever. Crazy. Or in-person readings. So all my readings are done via Zoom. Damn. And so I'm really excited to do, you know, this again with you yeah. guys. And oh. uh, and doing the readings live in person and get to, you know, do spontaneous readings. Because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, we haven't been out and. uh you know, I'm lucky. I've seen you, right. you know, because we know we know each other, right? But other people, they 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 haven't 
they haven't gone out. Right. I think we're the only ones that have gone places. Um, I've seen AJ, you know, came to my birthday party. Yep. Um, we've hung out, but we haven't hung out with people. Yeah. yeah. Out in the open. Yeah. So this is going to be a great event. Last time we were there, we've done this before. Yeah. Um, that's when Hefty starts crying on stage. That video <laughs> has gone viral. <laughs> you see Hefty freak out. You scared the fuck out of him. And look, he's not here right now. He'll be here later. But let's talk about the fact that he was kind of a skeptic. Yeah. You should be. And anyone should be, to be quite honest. You can't we, believe everything. I mean, look, Hef, um, AJ and I got together last week. We were somewhere. You know, we don't like to talk about where we went because it was it was for work, you know. So AJ's hanging out with me that weekend. We're hanging out this place. We're at a hotel. Um, we're fucking each other. No, we're um, <laughs> <laughs> Roger's Roger wet his lips um, <laughs> with, je- with jealousy. Um, we're hanging out and we go to this bar. No, we weren't. We weren't. Even, we weren't drinking. We weren't drinking. That was. That was the and that's part. a crazy part, right? Yeah, that, we were just we were sober. <laughs> And well, because you know, I'm trying not to drink, I'm trying to try to be healthy. And as I'm there at the bar, this guy that we meet straight up tells AJ, Hey, great to meet you, but just so you know, I think you're full of shit. I think what you do, <laughs> yeah, you're, 100%. A, you're a charlatan, <laughs> right? I've never heard anybody use that word a long time, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're a charlatan. I mean, but if that's how you get your money, whatever, I respect right? you. And they just like I respect you know your your, your opinion, views, your, your views. decisions, and yeah, I, it, it's totally cool, man. And yeah, you know I do what I do. I make, you know, I don't, I don't do it for the money. I do it because it's a calling. You told him that, yeah. and he's like, "Cool, you guys are cool." And then you, <laughs> and then AJ gets that little like hazy eye look he gets, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, I'm like, "Bro, I'm like, I'm, I think I almost hold, I, I put my hand on his leg." Yeah. <laughs> I'm very. Like very dominant at one point, and he, I'm like, he's about to, he's about to let go on this guy. But AJ wasn't in the mood to. No, no we weren't yeah. even, we weren't even thinking. I mean, it's a, oh, I was, it's a casino where we're at. Yeah, it's a casino. Yeah, yeah. It's a casino. There's noise. There's machines. There's smoke. Oh yeah. He's not in his, you know, he's not element. I element. Remember. Yeah. He's not. He hasn't meditated. There's no chakras. He's opening right. up. <laughs> it's one of those. Beautiful AJ moments that I love to have because I think Omni, I think I've been one of those guys that rarely sees him, where he just blurbs out supernatural <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> and he's like the guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. AJ goes, no, I understand your views, I get it, but let me ask you a question. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I do that, someone, but let me ask you a question though. I know. And I'm like, here we go. And AJ goes, um. It was his grandmother. Did you still have your grandmother's Bible, by the way? Yeah, and I said with her writing or yeah, you know, stuff and like. he kind of gave me that look like, well, that's easy. Everybody could have. Everybody right, has right. their parents' Bibles. I mean, how do I know? And then AJ went and took another whole other level. Mm-hmm. He goes, she's saying thank you for putting chapstick on her when she died. Yeah, and his he was like, well, uh, uh. <laughs> like, and all of a sudden he went really quiet and say anything. And afterwards, it was just a moment like he just kind of looked around like side by side, like is anyone watching? Like is this yeah. set up? Can I? He and, was pretty much saying, "Can I cry?" Yeah, and then finally I told him like I said, "By the way, I said, um, I go, this is your mom's mom, correct?" And he goes, "Yes, that's my mom's mom." I go, "She wants to tell you there was a, a conversation that you had with her specifically about X Y Z." And she wants to say yes and thank you. 
And he started breaking down and wow. crying. And bro, it yeah. was I was like you. I was looking at Adrian like you motherfucker, <laughs> you mother. I was like, like Joe Pesci, fucking Goodfellas, you motherfucker. Right, you. Right. Oh, bro, it was sweet. It was it was beautiful. But here's the thing: this dude was talkative as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And the then whole time. after, I mean, sweet guy, great guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking, we we're having a good time, and then he just got quiet. Was he drunk? Did you no, know? no, no. We're no. sober. He he just like he was quite the rest of the night. Yeah, even and even when we were looking at Adrian like he's a fucking devil. So we're we're in this room, you know, and uh, I'm sitting, you know, you know, if you walk through the through the guest front door, and there's a uh, yeah. mama yeah. sitting straight ahead. I'm sitting to the left, and he's sitting on the right, like far across the whole time. Like I happen to look, and he's just looking, like staring at me, like, yeah. and then looking at her, like he did not say anything to me that whole night. Like, bro, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. I was just like, uh huh. Like, and you know, it, it's it's still cool to see that. You know, what it reminds me of like when you watch a magician, and you see a little kid's face. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like whenever he does something like this. Right. With me, I don't even get freaked out anymore because I'm like, what's well, AJ? Right, right. Fuck <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but I also want to talk about a moment that I had with you that I, it's been happening happening to me a lot, and I okay. need to stop it. Okay. I've been giving people readings out okay. of the blue. Okay. I'm not saying I don't like it. I just feel like I am not the dude that should be doing it. Right. You know, but you know? but also we all come into a calling at a certain age in our life. Even like people that are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. they just get a calling or a passion or a feeling that they want to do this. And they don't know where it comes from, yeah. but their abilities is very heightened. So they start honing into it naturally without taking classes. But yeah. you also have to think, we've known each other for 20 years. Um, you We vibrate with each other. So the more that you vibrate with people that are sensitive and you work with that energy. People are going to take that when you just sit into another naughty right, right. place. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't I, vibrate with each other. We, meaning we, meaning energetically. Other, yes. Energetic. Because when you when you in, in tune with people's energies that are around you, you're gonna you're gonna be in tune with those people that you're gonna raise that yeah. vibration as well. Because everything's energy. So what I what I do is that when I do any readings or connect with spirit, even in that moment at the casino and and in the area that we were, it was like a private little, you know, cigar room, yeah. you know, open space, this and that. Not a lot of people. And I just raised my vibration. Once I turned that vibration on, it was just kind of like boop, and then spirit pops in. But did you do it because? I didn't do it because I was trying to prove a point. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do. That's what I was wondering this whole time. I'm like, no. this motherfucker just no, no. Fuck. And that's and so that's not ethical of me to do. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that he was talking about the work, and I and I even asked him permission because you have to ask people permission yeah. when you go into the energy. So right. you have to think about it. It's like you go into someone's house and you open up the refrigerator, eat all, their, you, eat all their food, and then all of a sudden you walk away saying all right thanks for having me over it's right. the same never, thing yeah but roger we know aj <laughs> how many times motherfucker just goes into our fridge <laughs> none <laughs> you, you don't have a fridge you have several ice chests outside <laughs> <laughs> you've you read me several times aj it's, always reads me apologizing yeah i do hey Momo, i'm sorry but i didn't tell you something yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's always like that you know it's, it's always it's like always that. like the, bro he, he apologizes before he starts before he starts and you know what i i'm Whenever he reads me, I know what he's going to say. So most of the time, he doesn't even tell me the whole thing. Yeah. He just looks at me, and I see a tear in his eye, and I'm like, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he did the same thing to me the other night, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read him, and he stops me and says, stop. <laughs> yeah, he, t- he was telling me information. That's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just like, stop. 
I go, stop. <laughs> I go, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know who it is. Yeah, that's yeah crazy. I go, stop. It I go, was weird. How, how does that work though? Like getting Can I tell you what I saw? Um, I'm not gonna say what I saw, but what I do is uh the way I experienced it, I look at AJ and when I look to the other side, I close my eyes, I see figures in my sh- in my head, mm-hmm. like silhouettes, which like the inside is hollow and there's an outline of them. And sometimes if they're darkened up, I see that as uh, them being connected really much to the person. But And then when I see them like dark, I, I see males. When I see them lighter, I see females. It's fucking weird. It's interesting. No. Well, you know, that, but you have to think that's your frame of reference. That's how you know how spirit communicates with you. Yeah. So, so when I talk, like typically when I do like private readings or live events, I talk with my hands. And quite often is that anytime I talk with my right hand, it's always mom's side. Anytime uh-huh. I talk with my left side, it's always dad's side, majority of the time. But I know how to differentiate the spirits that are coming. But right through. now you're using both hands. Right, exactly. Because I always talk so with my hands. You would think I'm going to be somebody who's <laughs> going through a transition. Right. <laughs> But, you know, that's how spirit works. So that's your frame of reference. So when spirit comes through, like we have control. That's the main thing. We are all intuitive. We're not all mediums. It's an ability that we can work up to it. So we're all intuitive to have gut feelings, to have intuition, to know certain things which are precognitive or you're you're an empath or clairsentience where you feel things. But with you, like you naturally fell into this. And I think it's because you're open and receptive to it. I think because I was around you a lot. And I tell people that it happened because of you. Um. And it was, you know, it was just one of these things where just, I just, now everywhere I go, I give random readings. Like, I made some other dude cry one day. Right. I, I mean, it was, and, and I feel weird about it. And, I, and I, now I, you know, you always say this. Whenever you read something, you're like, can I can I tell you something? Right. Or like, you always say, you always say, um, um. I don't mean to be rude, but. I don't mean, and, and me, it's like, this is what I say. This is going to sound fucking weird. <laughs> That's mine. I say, this is going to sound fucking weird, eh? But uh, did you have a tia that was a fucking whore? Because she's coming through. Well, no, you, that's what I say. Because to me, it's weird still. Can I mention something? I don't, you can edit this out if you yeah. want to. But um, George you yeah. know, was talking about uh, something that you said to him. You know, and he said, randomly, he said, hey, did so-and-so call you by XYZ? Yes. And he said, like, he goes, I don't know how he knew this or this and that, but he goes like, he goes, this guy's like an intuitive. He hangs out with, you know, another medium, blah, blah. But yeah. again, when it comes to you, you just know it. Well, you I know? mean, and George talked about it on this podcast. One day I was hanging out with George in his house. George has a house in, um, in, uh, in, in, in like towards Palm Springs somewhere. Right. And uh, I went over there just to kind of like, you know, hang out with him for the weekend. And he's talking to me about his grandfather. And then I said, a word that only his his grandfather used to call him and he goes what did you hear that and i'm like i don't know <laughs> uh, I, and i heard it from a song because that word's in a song a mexican song that song was in my head a lot and then i'm like did he used to call you this and and then he looks at me like yeah that's what he called me and he looks at me like who the fuck are you right right <laughs> and i'm like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and I call AJ, make it stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I think we both, George uh, Lopez and I called you. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, I ended up reading for him on the phone. And then <laughs> as he's doing that, George, uh, he found this, like, he found a little canvas and he found some uh, paint. So as he was talking to me, he was finger painting uh, a picture of Mil Mascaras, which was badass. You know, George, George likes that kind of stuff. And as he's saying that, Fucking AJ says, you know, did you paint something? 
Wait, wait. He's, I'm you seeing know, a canvas right. and painting. Yeah, that. so AJ's describing it. This is over fucking, you know, speaker. Yeah. Speaker phone. That's it. No it FaceTime, was, no was Zoom. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's funny how I was so open that week. You know, I was going through a lot. And then, uh, you know, George is, um, George is not only a mentor of mine, but he's also a guy who I can kind of like talk to about what's going on in my life. And I think I was uh, unloading on him. And as I unloaded on him, something leaked through of his, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, George isn't, George wasn't telling me anything or, or, you know, you know, uh, describing anything or, or even like unloading on me. He was just there and it just came out mm-hmm. and it was a crazy day. Yep. It was a crazy day. And, uh, you know, he, he, he believes in this stuff. He's, he's, uh, he seems to like believe that, this this like 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 Renee says this paranormal realms <laughs> you know <laughs> but it's it's hard to uh well it's, it's hard open not, about it. yeah it's hard not to believe there's something more than the physical body yeah you know there's galaxies beyond galaxies we cannot think that we're the only thing that's out here because we, we're all made of energy you know it yeah. can't be broken can't be destroyed so when we transition our body is a vessel it's a physical body and the yeah. soul is a driver so when we transition the soul goes to a different place which is a soul group so we learn to evolve and grow and work on the other side so we have to know that when our loved ones give us messages from their side or we have visitations of yeah. you know not dreams but visitations not like social worker visitations but visitations yeah. <laughs> like you know, know where, yeah. where your loved ones come to you in a dream well, they, you know to recognize that they're around you and that's how, how they communicate now, how, oh, how, here's the thing. Cause I have dreams about my mom every night. That's awesome. But she's, it's never like a dream where we're just hanging. Like it's, she's just in them. Like I feel like my mom's just like, I'm dreaming about my own thing and she just like crashes it. Yeah. Yeah. And she has nothing to do with the dream. <laughs> yeah. That's but she's just there and she's always doing something. Yeah. But I've had moments where I acknowledge the fact that she's passed. But she's still in the dream. And I'm like, hey, you're, you're not alive anymore. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I know. Is that crazy? Like, we're still here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have that connection, my mom I, and I, in my dreams. Like, I see her all the time in the dreams. And I think it's because of what I learned from AJ, how I'm not looking for that closure anymore. Now, I have different types of issues. Like, I'm still mourning. I'm still mad. Right. That she's not here. Mm-hmm. I see a picture. It drives me crazy. You know, uh, uh, um, something happens to me. I want to. She was the first person I called. I don't have that anymore. Yeah, you could say it into the air and she'll, believe, and she'll hear it, but it's not right. the same. It's not the same. Same back. But I still feel her around a lot. And, you know, recently I had this issue where I needed her advice, but I'm starting to answer my own problems in her voice. And I've wow. caught myself even coughing like her. Wow. Clearing my voice like her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird. Like, I, I'll, I'll clear my voice and like, oh, my God, that sounded just like my mom would do it. <laughs> well, I had, a, I had a dream about your mom, too. Like Did you? Two weeks ago. Really? Oh, wow. It was really interesting. I don't know if I can Say, I talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, because um, the, the last time I remember your mom, um, she was in a wheelchair, right? Yeah. So bef- before that, like in my... Uh, this happened be like in my dream and it happened before she was in a wheelchair. So okay. basically she, w- she was weak already and she was, she was standing up, right? Like your family was there, like, yeah, yeah. you know, your sisters, you were there. I was there. My brother was in there. So 
Yeah, because he's afraid of the paranormal realms. I, I, <laughs> I came to visit you that, that time, and then your mom was there in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, like, your mom was feeling weak that night. It was a night. Mm. She was feeling weak, and then all of a sudden, she just kind of collapsed, and she was on she was on the floor. So she collapsed, and then I think you, you kind of, you were, you were on, like, you know, trying to see if your mom was okay. You yeah. Know? She, you know, she was... She was responsive, you know. She like she was just moving. She was like, "Oh, I just feel weak, you know. I, I feel weak. I need to lay down." And then you, you, and then you were just saying, "Oh, just leave her, you know. Just leave her on, on the floor, you know. Let let her, yeah, you know. She, she'll be ready. Like you know, we will help her to take her to to her bed." And that was it. Like that was it. After that, that's when that was that's when I found out that um, actually no, this was before before. Um, your mom was in the wheelchair, so I don't know if that had something to do with, like, your mom being in the wheelchair because she couldn't walk anymore, or, hmm. or did something like that happen? Well, like well, something similar yeah, to that happen? Yeah. So right before my mom, the day my mom went to the hospital, she fell that morning. Oh wow! And I picked her up. Yeah. And I picked her up and I put her in the chair again. And that's when the paramedics came. We took her to the doctor. So she was already in a wheelchair. She was already in a wheelchair. But here's the thing. In my mind, that was the last hug I gave my mom. Wow. Because I picked her up. And I said, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I said. Yeah. It's crazy that Roger. That's that's crazy. Yeah. In my dream, like, it it looked like I was, like, it looked like, you know, like I was there. Like, it was. That's that's a very very clear. Well, Roger has been, like, you know, because Roger was, like. My mom loved Roger like a son. You know, yeah. my my, mm-hmm. my mom was like, she raised us pretty much. You know, Roger was always included in the family. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was a thing. So, when, and, and so was Renee. So, like, my mom was like that, Roger, take care of Momo. Yeah. So that could be like, you know, that's, you know. Basically telling you to take care of Momo. But, you know, you know, we have these, these, um, memories man for me that that reminds me a lot about and i was just thinking about it the other day too how wow. that was my her last hug to me wow when i picked her up and she was like i knew man she knew that was it yeah because when i picked her up she looked at me and she goes thank you mijo thank you dude like i'm wow. getting chills right now because in my dream like there's like little details like yeah. that too like little details like she she was already accepting that it was gonna happen. Yeah, that was wow. it, and she was pretty yeah. much. That's crazy. Like we all, she knew. My sister said she kind of felt. We all felt it was coming, but it wasn't the way we wanted it to go because we didn't see her. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, and I told you, Age. I mean, I told you, Raj, when they told me you want to go say goodbye, I'm like, I'm not gonna say goodbye, right? Because I don't want. Because I don't know. I felt like if I was to go into that room and see her, I was going to see myself because she was so much like me. I was so much like her. I didn't want to see that side of her. I wanted to have the image that I had. Happy, mm-hmm. healthy, happy image. positive. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. a lot of people, you know, they, oh, I want to, you know, have to go say goodbye. My sisters had to go in there. Right. They had to go get their goodbyes. I couldn't. I was like, I'm a way out here. I already said bye to my mom. Right. Um, kind of already made peace with it because you already knew like where I her never, soul was at. But my biggest right. regret was I never talked to her when she was in the hospital because I was afraid that if I was to talk to her, that's it. Right. So she was in there for like a whole month. I didn't talk to her. I didn't want to say anything. Like they would talk. They would just tell me she's good. She's doing okay. 
but I, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like say what's up. Mm-hmm. When she passed, I was so like not regretting it because I was like, well, I said what I had to say to her through life, you know? Right. But now it's been like eight months. Now I have this like a little bit of like, now I'm starting to mourn all over again. Yeah, but even now, like that's part of the process, the grieving process. Yeah. No, no one ever said it's easy. You know, the, the first year, honestly, in a very sad way, is usually the easiest year because yeah. you have that family, you have support around you. Yeah. She's okay. But the second year is actually the hardest year because it's the first you know, time not having them for Christmas, you know, celebrations, yeah. birthdays and anniversaries. So the fact that you still have a, you know, you have a lot of support, you have a lot yeah. of support and not even just, you know, family and friends, but even your followers and your, your online community and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, take your time in that process because, you know, for you, I know this for a fact, you have a stronger connection, probably even more of a stronger connection with your mom now that she's transitioned yeah. than it was before. Of course. Because, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, You've you've uh, told me that a long time ago. You yeah. told me like I think it was at my birthday party. You, yeah. you avoided me at my real birthday party. <laughs> you were, every time he would get close to me, he start crying. Yeah, because I, I I just I just felt like that. You know, his mom is here. Yeah. And how, how do you express that to someone who's having a great time? Right. You know. You know, celebrating. You know, has a you know great family and friends around, and you don't yeah. want to be you don't want to be the you know Debbie Downer. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But at the end of it, I left. And I was kind of crying. Well, I was already crying. I said, "Hey, mama, like, yeah, so I'm yeah. proud. Of, I prom- I'm proud of you. Your mom's proud of you, and this and that." And I left. You know, but you know, like, there's such a, there's such a strong connection. And, and you, feel, I mean, I feel it like even right now because we um we did this uh like. It's been a year today since we went to go see Ramon Ayala. I, I put it in my Instagram. And the look on her face was just like, like, fuck, man. Like, she, every time we went somewhere, she would cry. Mm. Because in her mind, she goes, this might be the last time I do that. Mm. You know, that's the thing about these, these, uh, these diseases, you know, whatever you have, you know, take care of yourself. Like, I'm going to the doctor like crazy now. Right. And I feel, which is going to sound bad, but ever since I've been going to the doctor, I feel worse. Okay. Because of all the medicine they give me. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, not not to sound rude about this, but, you know, pharmacy's not out there to help, yeah. help people. They're there to push a lot of these meds and oh, bro. You know, cocktails of meds. I mean, like, I joke, you know, my dad and I were joking around like a couple months ago because as he gets... Old as he gets older, and now he's walking out with a grocery of medicines and stuff like that. Bro, today, man, I fucking, I'm all there. You know, it says that everything I have is gummies. I look like the biggest fucking five year old. Fucking, every, all my vitamins are gummies. You know, the, hardest fl- the Flintstones. Remember the Flintstones? Yeah. I come out with fucking. I had to go buy magnesium for my bones. You know all this shit, and uh, so I'm doing this this weight loss surgery program, and you have to go through a ten week program. And I'm going through it, and one of the things that they asked me were, like, what are your whys? And I think Mm -hmm. my why was what my mom told me. She would say, look at yourself in this mirror, you know? This can happen to you. And I still hear that every day. Wow. That's actually empowering. It is. I mean, because, you know, I saw, you know, she died young. She was in her early 60s. Yeah. You know, I know some scumbags that are living longer than that. It's quite sad. And yeah, it's it pisses, quite it pisses sad. me off. So there is a bit of a diet change. There is a bit of a, a, a being more in tune, not only to my body, but to people. 
remove negative people from your life. 100%. 100%. I mean, dude, they, they they rot us. Yeah, they're so toxic for you. Like, you have to get rid of the en- energies that no, some, no longer serves you in your life. Yeah. And that's so important. I mean, I've done that with a lot of I'm people. I'm trying to get rid of Roger for <laughs> fucking years. <laughs> He's like a boomerang. Roger, you you know throw what? him out, he comes right back. Okay, Ro- Roger <laughs> is the most toxic <laughs> motherfucker I've ever... Roger, hold on. And, I, and, and he doesn't even talk. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> this might seem playful that I'm playing around. But in reality, and Roger, you know I love you, bro. I love you like a brother. I've always told you this. But you are a toxic friend. Because <laughs> motherfucker Roger has done some bad shit with me involved. Oh, no. Because of Roger. What? Roger has spread rumors about me just for the fu- just for shits and giggles. Just to see what they would say. And he would tell me later he'd said the rumor. <laughs> My life. I don't remember. <laughs> I can't recall. Just say that. Roger, I can't recall. Roger has, like, if there's a girl that I like, I'll go tell her something bad that I did. Roger used to do that. My life, motherfucker. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That was high school. That, that was, was high school. That was fucking. The worst. That was college. College. In fucking college, man. Roger, oh, Roger's that guy that would always say, I'm going to say, Momo did this. See what they say. <laughs> And he would tell me, hey, I told this motherfucker that you did this. And they didn't like that, bro. Oh, <laughs> they didn't do it, motherfucker. But, uh, you know, we, we... But I'm still here. But you're still, right, right. He's like, fucking, bro. I'm still here at Wapo. Right. <laughs> I'm still here, eh? No, I mean, you know, there is a lot of toxic relationships that I have uh, with people that are just, yeah. you know, they, you and, and you don't want to admit they're toxic. Mm-hmm. I got a friend that every now and then I get a call from this friend and they'll tell me that there's this person that is is fucking with them. They're bad influence and they're still friends. Oh, wow. To a point where now I drop that friend because I don't want to hear about how they're attracted to toxic people. Yeah. I mean, that's a pattern that they have to fix. They have to learn. It's like with the client that sits with me, say, you know the first time and all of a sudden they sit with me a year and a half down the road or a year later down the road and they're still in the same situation you have not changed anything so there's nothing that's going to change in this reading if you don't follow through with the things that were supposed to happen here so people allow themselves to live in this pattern because it's it's simple they're content and people don't want to see that change and they're afraid of change because they're afraid of losing maybe that best friend or that individual or they don't want to say no or hurt the person but you have to put your foot down in certain situations. And even when it comes down to even not just friends, but even family members of certain people in your life and your family that are just not great for you, just remove yourself a bit. Doesn't I mean, mean that you're to be around them all the time, you know? I don't I don't hate my family. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long pause. He was thinking about it. I don't hate and hate my well, no, hate's such a strong word. It is. You know, it but is. I don't want to hang out with them every day. <laughs> I get anxiety it's, when I hang out with mine, to be it's, quite it's, honest. It's, it's, let's be honest. My mom was only holding us together. You know? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's uh, you know, no, actually now, I think I, I, uh, I, I do hang out with my family um, because of my, as a favorite of my mom still. That's good. That's good. Like, now it's like, now I, I'm like, I gotta go, or my mom would be mad. Or I would, I would yell at my dad like my mom would. <laughs> you know, I would right. try to tell my dad, hey, don't do that because this and this and this. Like, I I want to be the, her voice that lives on. And you know what? It's like the words that Mexican moms do will haunt you. Like, <laughs> one of these days you're going to remember me. 
one of these days, right. you, know, you know, you right. know what I'm talking about. And her dad was like, fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, she was right. And I can't fucking, you know, and I can't, you know, Bring she's right now. Like, I, I picture going, ah, motherfucker, what's up now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Got <laughs> you all fucking badass. <laughs> right. That's true. Look at you now, yeah. motherfucker. That's true, though, right? And yeah. I'm like, Damn, she was right. And I can't hide it from her no more. Yeah. Because she knows. One thing that I want to do is I want to... Um, like do things in her name, like do things for her, but I don't want to like, um, keep her like obsessed with her. Like we had a case that we did years ago. We went to somebody's house and they had an altar for somebody who passed. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I remember that you said they, that the spirit was like, dude, tell them to move on already. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's candles every day. There's, they're praying for me. They're doing all these ceremonies, all these balloons. Yeah, and like this we, and that. I yeah. get. It. I've been dead for a long time. Tell them to like chill. Hmm. But that's also someone's way of grieving still, or maybe perhaps honoring them. I don't think I don't think they're mainly grieving. I think it's their way of honoring them. But when a message comes through from spirit, you know, yeah. to that loved one, it's really for them to understand that they're still going to be around no matter what you do. But I think people are afraid to move on because they're afraid that their loved ones are not going to be around them i feel you yeah. on that one. like right now my biggest mm -hmm. issue is this i will post a picture of my mom maybe once a month here and there but my sisters every oh. fucking day yeah it must be tough to and, see and i yeah. oh dude yeah. i i, I yeah. want to i want to block them <laughs> <laughs> because i'm having That's a great i'm having a great day I'm thinking about work. I'm writing jokes. And then I look on Instagram. My sister's post my mom when I was a baby holding me. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, like, no, I know. One, one of your sisters, I don't know which one, but one of them posts more than the other. And yeah, yeah I, I see your mom. I'm like, oh, no. I go, I wonder how what Momo thinks right oh, now. You know, yeah, seriously, because, my thought was just like. Because she'll cut. write these monologues and shit. <laughs> It's like a book. Yeah, about my mom, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to hear this right now. Like, I'm trying to, I'm about to go on stage. Right. I'm about to go do this, and lately I've been talking about her on stage. I've been talking about my mom, just fucking, just, you know. And you know, there's people that are evil out there, bro. Yeah. Because I've had, I, I don't, I stop posting a lot from my mom because people talk shit about my mom. Oh, people well, talk luck. shit really? i mean you wow. know the, the trolls yeah I mean, but my mom would laugh about it see that's the thing about my mom she's fucking hilarious like somebody wrote something horrible about my mom and i i didn't get mad i laughed so hard they wrote oh i like to have your mom on all fours on when i put she died and i was like I started laughing because I'm like, if my mom would have read that, she'd be like, All right, let me see him. All right, let me see. Let me see what he looks like. Because that's my mom, dude. That was, you guys know that's her. Yeah. She'd be like, All right, let me see what he's, let me see what he's packing. Yep. You know? Oh, shoot, that's just, So, like, this guy, I don't know who he was. It's a troll intended to make me feel like shit. Made my day. Right. Because that's the gift my mom gave us. She gave us the ability to turn a negative into a positive. 100%. You know, we would have, bro, I mean, fucking Roger would tell you stories, man. My mom would tell him off all the time. Okay. <laughs> my mom would always fucking tell Roger off and shit. You know, she was not like, yeah. it wasn't like, bye, Roger. No, it was like, give me a kiss, too. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it was like, that was, you know, that was part. She embarrassed me at school. Remember, she'd go to the fucking school and embarrass me. Fuck at me. Yeah. Everybody, for a whole year, everybody called me mijo. Oh, shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> and for a whole year, the whole school called me mijo because my mom would draw me up and she'd go, cuidado, mijo. And everybody go like, yeah, mijo. <laughs> so everybody fucking call me mijo. Oh, the, the, funniest is, the funniest is when your mom used to just cuss at you. Like, she'll just start saying, like, English bad words, like, <laughs> oh. like one after another. Yeah, bro. <laughs> at church. Oh, at church. Right? <laughs> you remember my mom's favorite cuss word? <laughs> you remember what it was? I don't. Your mother sucks cocks Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right. That was my mom's favorite cuss word. Your mother, she would go, your your mother sucks cocks in hell. You know where that's from? No. From The Exorcist. Oh, really? When the little girl gets possessed, she says that to the priest. Oh, I don't remember. So that. my mom, I guess, came to this country. That was one of the first movies she saw. <laughs> and that's the, that was the cuss word she learned. She would yell it too. Your mother, she would, but she would add the mother, she would add motherfucker to it. She would, Your motherfucker sucks cocks in hell. I was like, <laughs> she told this lady that one time at a gas station oh, because she cut us and shit. Oh, like, what did you just say? Don't worry about what I said. I'll never repeat it. Like, oh my god! That's probably the best cuss word ever, man. Oh Damn, Roger. Gosh. It's not crazy, dude. <laughs> Fuck you, Roger, man. We used to have some great times. And then we, and you know, Roger, before we got into the ghost hunts, Roger and I, we did our own ghost hunting. That's right. But we would we were trying to make fake footage. I remember. I remember. Yeah. I remember so that. Yeah. Roger would fucking dress up in a mask and we'd leave him in the, we'd leave him in the fucking middle of a park in the woods. And we're like, Roger, you're going to stay here the whole time. And we're going to pretend we're looking for something when you come out. <laughs> but fucking Roger was freaked out by himself in the woods. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's like a homeless or something. Like, oh, like, no. Well, there's like a little light, right? Like, some, I saw something in the bushes and I didn't want to go in there. Like, oh, no. There. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like yelling from far, far away, action. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Roger comes on in a Jason mask. Well, like, was it Roger dude. or was it Renee that we threw in when we were at that hilltop, that park? And was that little shack in there with the Pentagon and everything on the you? floor? Was no, that no I think that was Renee. We yeah. threw Renee in a fucking... I was like, get in I wonder there. he's not here right, right. now. <laughs> we threw him in a fucking in a abandoned... Uh, building? I don't even know what it was. Where, like all these cats yeah. were fucking killed. Bones and, and rocks uh, and all that crap. We would, what we, where did we stick you in, Roger? In that, oh, the... Uh, in that, we stuck um, you somewhere too. Uh, that, um, Prohibition, uh, Alexandria Hotel. Alexandria Hotel, yeah. Yeah, the Prohibition Tunnel, remember? That's right. We stuck we... Roger in there. He was like, I got it, guys. I got a good look. I got yeah. a good... That's, I got a good shot. That's right, bro. We stuck <laughs> you in a hole, Prohibition hole. It was really dark in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you couldn't see anything. It was like... No, it was pitch there? black. It was pitch black. Yeah. You felt I, somebody. Oh, yeah. It was just... It was Roger grabbing my leg. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember. I remember the first time that that uh, AJ met Roger. Uh, we were in my house. I used to live in Costa Mesa for a while, and we we're in the backyard. Um, and as we're in the backyard, fucking Roger is like, "Who's this guy? Yeah, he's, he's he talks to ghosts or whatever." But yeah, he's a medium. I'm like, you don't look that big. <laughs> and then, uh, I remember he goes, "Yeah, I don't think he's full of shit, but fuck it, let's make a video. Who cares?" <laughs> and then. Uh, Fucker AJ comes up to him and he goes, "Did your mom have a miscarriage?" <laughs> I don't remember. No, that, no, I don't remember. Was, no, that was Renee. Cause that's when that's when you, um. I, I don't remember. It was actually actually it was both of us. I was yeah. I was with Renee. You're Renee's and, brother, bro. Yeah. You should so, say mom. 
think, probably I think, probably that's what I thought. Were you guys yeah. the same reference for me? But you asked, like, did you guys have? Did your mom? Have, you're like, I don't know. We never. He's like, we never had that conversation <laughs> with our mom. That, that's true. Though. That's true because, like, for some reason, my mom has like so many things that she she doesn't share with us, and we right. like till this, you know, like till this day, like. Like I always ask her like these questions. Like, he asked her like, "What's your name?" And she, right. and she doesn't wanna. She doesn't wanna share. I don't know why. Like I don't know if it's like if if she's like either ashamed some, of you, ashamed of something that happened between like her and her family side. It or, could be, yeah. Or resentment. Maybe she just doesn't know, and she doesn't wanna. But also, it's a private thing too. It's a private matter too. But that's, that's time, in, you know. I mean, that's interesting though. Like as as your as your mom, right? Like you would want. My mom, you would, know, you would hope my to. mom told me too much. <laughs> my <laughs> mom told me way too much shit, bro. Even my, even my cousin too. Like I had my cousin over for a barbecue, and then we were both drinking, right? We were like pretty tipsy, and then my my mom came out, and then my my cousin asked my mom, right? Because he was he was really close. He's he's close to my mom, because I was close to my cousin's, you know, my uncle, my cousin's okay. dad, right? So. We're, we're pretty much we're like we're like a close a close circle of you know it was just family yeah right it was and I don't even know most of my my mom's side of the family I never met I never met anybody but one uncle right interesting so that's why like that's why we have all these questions the same same with him like he he never met he he never met like you know my aunt or my other uncle yeah that, yeah because she had she had um a big family right. And she only talks about you know a couple a couple uncles. All the other uncles, you know, she she mentions, but she doesn't know anything about because she says that everybody just kind of st- well, split well, and went their own ways. What if they're not uncles, bro? So I mean, so <laughs> that's probably that's probably I don't know if she if she knows what happened with their family or she just doesn't want to share. Well, sometimes people block things out because they don't want to remember because depending on how they grew up and how toxic or, you know, it could be suppressed or, you know, repressed, you know. But, that, um, but it is crazy, emotions. though. It is crazy how, like, you're... You and know, then we uh, get we get so sentimental because we want to yeah. know, like, because... Who like, am I? I? Like, we, we, What's we, your we name, feel Mom? like... We, we feel like she's like she's hiding something. Hiding something. Yep. She doesn't want to share. Like so, that's why we get sentimental because we we get that vibe from her. Like when we talk to her, she kind of like shows you know shows that there's like something there, but she d- just doesn't want to tell us. So that's why we get mm-hmm. sentimental because we we would like to know like you know like what happened between just her family or you know like little details or that's whatever. That's tough you know? though because communication is key with with everything, and I think that's the thing that you guys are opening up to make that communication. I, I like how you know? he just he just like <laughs> got a therapy session with you. Right now. <laughs> I mean, I do this day in day out. I know, but I like, <laughs> just fucking like, hey, Jay, how come nobody touches me? <laughs> So I'm trying to tell you, it's nobody wants, nobody touches me anymore. Oh shoot! No, Rock. but I, but I don't think it's a bad thing. But honestly, it is a good thing that you're opening up with your mother, and she's understanding it. But I think it's hard for her to open up because it's still again traumatic for her. Let me let me yeah. ask you a question. And I, and I think that's why we're like that because like my you are my family is we're, like we're not a, a close family. Like you know, like other families, you know, they do everything as a family. You know, they they. Have I think Roger did stuff more like stuff with us as a family exactly. than he's done with his own family. Exactly, that's true. Like our family, we're, everybody's just like they're they're doing their own thing, you know. Like I yeah. hardly see my brothers, you know. Like they have their families. My sister, she has her family, right. you know. Like all my cousins, you know. Well, let me tell you, Roger, I so, envy that because my sister, may, even if I don't want to, I don't care. She forces the care on me. Like mm-hmm. we are so close, it's annoying. 
<laughs> okay, I love my nephews to death, right? But I don't gotta know every fucking thing they're doing, <laughs> and followed by a picture. You know, right? Oh, you know, hey, he he got a fucking Slurpee at the store because it was half off. <laughs> and here's a picture of him with a fucking Slurpee enjoying it. I love this kid. I love oh him so gosh. much. Right. But I don't want to see every fucking thing he does. Right, right. I want to when I see him, I want to ask him questions. I feel like I know more than him. Yeah. So you know, that's probably your family dynamic. You don't have to tell so much. Exactly. We grew up with parents that told us too much. Right. Everything. I mean, my mom, you know, she would, she would say, hey, are you guys fucking yet? <laughs> like, are you a virgin? Like, she'd want to know. You know, do you like boys or girls? Because we're going to love you no matter what. I mean, she would just ask oh, too much. Roger, she'd ask you stuff. That's true. Yeah. She'd ask Roger, even her kid, she'd ask him personal questions. She asked Roger more personal questions than anybody I know. Oh, man. That's the thing. But that's why I think that's why I think like later on in life, you know, we we tend to re remember those moments, and and I I can't wait till I have kids and can talk shit like that too. Right, right. So look who moseyed on in here. Me, bro. Hold on, bro. Don't talk to you. Put a mic on. Me, bro. Hefty just got in here, guys. So we have to stop everything we're doing because he was on another podcast right now. It wasn't a podcast. It was a. Like a TV he was on, Oh, I'm sorry. He was on a TV interview <laughs> on YouTube. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. No, you don't, bro. You have a choice to do things. What was it on? What were you doing right now? I was we, doing... The, uh, the podcast people have been waiting for this for months. They want to know what you were doing. It was, a fucking, uh, it, was a, it was a long-awaited, bro. It was, the, was it Jimbo and Jack show? Who are these guys? Uh, they're radio personalities right there from the IE. So it just was over there. Promoting the Redland show and everything like that. Okay, so you're promoting a show that you have coming up. I'm promoting our show, too, in Brea. Did you promote the show? You fucking liar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had a I did, and I actually got two places that we could go check out that are haunted. Oh, oh, oh cool. okay, yeah, you're going you're gonna to miss your fucking dictionary. I mean, uh, fucking... <laughs> What do you call it? Uh, uh, what? The, the the map of haunted places and you got stuff. No, there's the guy, a lot of the, there's the guy, a, there are a lot of places out one there. One of the guys I met, uh, he was uh, he was the what? guy, one of the co-founders. Put your headphones on. Give me where, your headphones. Where? I have headphones. You didn't bring your headphones? No, I he forgot. came prepared to the fucking podcast. Sorry, bro. But where, where? So one of the guys was a co-founder of Tap Out. No, 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 no. Right, those former co-founder, right? No, no. So the, he ha he knows a guy. Um, who owns a house next to the Sharon Tate house, where the Sharon Tate house was. And he said that that house is haunted. Oh, the Dave Owen one? Well, the devil worshippers went to go kill everybody? Yeah. So he was, and then he was telling so, us that the back room of the bar. In, Holly in Hollywood, though. Yeah, in Hollywood, talking, yeah. Yeah, so Dave uh, Dave Owen owns that house. You can actually See, bro, run it out and go, AJ and has there. names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you what I was told, bro. AJ yeah. has names. <laughs> Measurements of these people. Yeah, no. It, oh, Dave. It, it, oh, yeah, it, I know. AJ's getting, <laughs> getting my vibe, so he knows I'm not lying. AJ is like, oh, he's telling the truth. He no, he is. Me. No, he's telling the truth. Uh, yeah. That location is three houses down from Sharon Tate's, uh, you know, from. Because the Tate house isn't there no more, right? No, they rebuilt it, and there's actually a big gate there and everything now. But it's. Got, yeah, but at that place, Dave Owen's house, um, they say there's a lot of paranormal activity. Uh, a lot of paranormal shows come gone there. A lot of, you know, paranormal groups, but. You know, I so think. we have actually an investigation that they want us to go do. Yeah. So let me let me catch you up real quick. Catch me up. How long have, how long have I been missing in action? An hour. Have you guys been going for an hour? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, 45 minutes. Okay. So here, here's the thing. My friend calls me, and AJ, we talked to him on Friday. I had a All gig right. at, the, in the, at the beach. Mm. AJ went, and my buddy was there, and he tells AJ, hey, my house is haunted. I don't believe in this bullshit. I never did, but now it's too much. I don't know what to do. I, what do I do? What can I, I mean, help me. This guy has never, ever talked to me like this. Never believed in this stuff. He can't sleep. He has a house full of kids, and he hears noises. He hears things rallying back and forth, screams. Uh, he's sitting down, and next to him, you hear boom. Like the like floor, just Something things drop dropping. right next to him. Wow. You know, he, he hears um, people running up and down the stairs. He hears kids yelling when no one, none of the kids are there. You know, uh, it's too much for him. He doesn't know what to do. Mm. Um, we we might have to go investigate now. This one freaked me out. So he calls me two days ago and he's like, "Hey, um, I can't sleep in my house anymore." I'm like, you know what? Let's meet me at the store. Let's go and we bought sage, Palo Santo. Right. We bought an Avalon shell and we did the the process of uh, a cleanse of the house mm -hmm. with the feather and everything. And I said, "Open up the windows in every corner. Yep. Go to every corner. Yep, uh, clockwise." And then after you're done, bury the sage, you know, air the house out, close the windows, you're done. And he said when he did that, it got worse. Worse, yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have a haunt. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, you know and there's, there's the difference between the haunt and residual and all that other stuff. So you know? why would it get worse, though? I mean, are you offending the spirit? Most of the time when you light sage, it actually draws activity up. It yeah. doesn't actually clear the energy. Palo Santo is supposed to be, or Palo Santo is supposed to be an energy. Palo that, Santo? Right, I know. I got to do my little Hispanic Mexican in that. But Palo Santo, <laughs> you know, when you, when you use it, like, it's actually supposed to calm so they the... used to call me in high school. Right? It's supposed to, <laughs> well, it's supposed to calm the energy down. I mean, he has a bunch of it here. I use yeah. it all the time, even in my home office. I light it all the time. I think it's energy that I'm dealing with. So, you know, it's kind of like you're you're interrupting their their energy field. So yeah, when right. we go there investigate, we won't know because like I was telling uh, Momo and his friend, like I may we may go there for three, four hours and not capture anything. And it doesn't yeah. mean it's not haunted or paranormal or residual energy. We're just not picking up anything. So it could be either one of uh, the people that are there. Um, someone is bringing in some sort of energy, the person that's there, the family, the kids, could be multiple different things that's bringing in the, the energy into the home. So yeah. we won't know until we investigate it. Well, we let me ask know. you this. Uh, when we go, I mean, is, is there a possibility of uh, said entity attaching itself to somebody? Um, yeah, kind of like, like a like following uh, them home. I don't want to follow situation. You know what I'm saying? I deal with my yeah. own, uh, my it, own it, it, It's hard. It's hard to say. Um, I wouldn't call it an entity, but I'll call it energy. Mm. It's just a microphone. Yeah, because I'm talking on the mic. What am I doing? He, he sounds fine. Oh, you know what? I think it's. Uh... You guys hear that? No, because I don't have headphones. Are you don't touch the bass. This is it, you hear is this that noise. I don't think this would do anything. Oh, yeah, I, I hear is, that. Is, is oh, okay. Oh, I hear that. Yeah. Okay. That's my bad. Let's get the fuck yeah. out of me, bro. I heard ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that was me just be yeah, doing yeah, yeah. the beat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I had a house beat in my head. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying? Yeah, th so the energy could be just people in general, that what you're carrying on, like an attachment. It could be your coworkers, the work environment, all that stuff. But okay. there, are, there is, you know, I mean, depends how much energy you want to give to something of an attachment. Yeah, if you believe in something that strongly, you're going to create that energy into your home, into your environment as well. Um, so it's about you having just honestly a, a positive projection of a positive mindset. No, we're not doing this in the dark, are we? I, I, I mean, 
I mean, some of my majority of my equipment is all they all light up and everything. So I think it would be good visual effect if we're going to film it, document. All Why that stuff. is it that you don't want to go in the dark? I've, I've never done a ghost hunt. So like for me, it's just like just kind of want to, you know, I want to know what I'm getting into. Well, I, I don't think it's I don't think I wouldn't consider it a ghost hunt. I would just consider it a, a uh, researching. investigation. Re- investigation. Researching. Yeah. Researching. Yeah. Research, yeah. Research we're not hunting. We're not talking. We're not going to go in there. OK, cool. Provoking, you know. Yeah. So, but, yeah. you know, you live too far for it to follow you. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to go. It's too hot at your house. It is, it's not. Wasn't as hot as where we went. Yeah. No, I went to I went to Hefty's house. You went to my house. I, I saw your post. It was 108 and yeah. wherever you guys were at. Yeah. yeah, they said that the, like the day before was like 120. Yeah, that's crazy. We had a good time though. People in Raleigh were very nice. Great show. Amazing people over there. Guys sold really, that really, out. Really, oh sold yeah, out. We sold out that sold out show, out. man. We had yeah. fun. We had a we you know we got to have fun with some of our um in the Navy. One oh, of the most cool. innocent looking creatures that I've ever met turned out to be a freak. Yeah. <laughs> she was telling Hefty all these perverted things <laughs> with her little twang. She's like, she came in there and she's like, y'all, y'all, you know, and I was like, oh, my little Georgia peach. And then like a couple beers later, she's like, oh, yeah, I like it. I was like, I was like go on. I mean, do, do tell. You going to let me possess that girl? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they almost... They were the most, yeah. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, I, yeah. They were about, they were, they were, they were looking You know what I was reading? It was, it was reading because I was, you know how we were, you were like, we should find a place to, uh, to go out here, right? Yeah. To go check out something haunted or whatever. They were, the highway we were on is got a, uh, a history of UFO sightings and abductions. Well, bro, let me tell you something. I didn't know this until afterwards. Probably, let me tell you. First of all, we went... Uh, to do a show out there, and it was fun. A lot of fans of Mayans out there, because basically the town is the town from Mayans. Right, it, it really is. Basically, based on a town <laughs> really like is. that, like the cops were bikers. Oh yeah. shoot! I mean, so we show up, and we get there early, and of course we, you know, it's a date shakes everywhere. They're known for their date shakes. Yeah, so you know you go get a date shake, <laughs> bro. That was date good? shake <laughs> fucked us up. Bro. Oh no! I it was. Just, it was just fiber on the one thousand percent, bro. Oh, bubble guts on oh, stage, no. bro. I couldn't wait to go. You ever had to take a shit in the heat? <laughs> oh shit! It's the worst. It's hundred and eight degrees. Oh shit! Your stomach is bubbling. I gotta perform for an hour, and I'm just like, I think I did forty five minutes. <laughs> the worst part is that he decided. To go with the vegan date shake, which has extra dates. Oh no! And no milk. No, and no, and, and almond milk. So it's basically water. You know, and he then, he eats the one with ice cream. That was the worst. Milk. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even diabetic, and I had a shoot bro, of insulin. I, oh no! He you know probably ate like, a quarter of it. A quarter of the thing. Your date shake's still in the car. I haven't taken. Oh it man! That was that. That was that cup that was right next to you. Dude, oh, man, it was the worst thing I ever had. And, and then I decided to buy the chocolate covered dates. Oh. And he's like, "I'm so full." As he's eating the chocolate. Dates. I had one. I had one. It was it was it was a uh, stuff yeah. with was stuff with pistachios. It was quite so, delectable but very sweet on the teeth. You know what sounds good? Bacon wrapped dates. Oh, yeah. I kind of like the figs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. Blue cheese was, on the inside. Oh, man, that would be good. All right. What, are you pregnant, motherfucker? <laughs> um, I look we, pregnant. We left. <laughs> we left. We had a great time, but it was really dark on that road. It was. I, we turned off the lights in the one part. Which was a oh. stupid <laughs> idea. It was a very stupid idea because it was right when we were curving. It was oh, there. my was, gosh. I, and, you know, I apologize for falling asleep on the ride. That's all right. I was so... Bro, I was... I don't even know how he... 
didn't crash. You know what? We know I didn't realize. So when we left, so he gets dropped off at my house, right? You know, you know, takes off. Then uh, we leave, and then like I'm driving back, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta go drop Momo off, and then bring, come back to my. So it's for me, like I pass my house, and I start to drive the extra forty five. Oh jeez. Drop off, then drive back to forty five. So he, we actually <laughs> passed my house at two twenty. <laughs> and I didn't get home till like four thirty. Bro, I was, uh, and he, and he was. Out. I was the worst fucking. I was the worst like co-pilot, because I was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna rest my ass for a little bit." And then, no, oh. this is what he said. <laughs> he said, "He said, uh, I'm not gonna fall asleep because I don't feel good after I fall asleep." I don't. You know when you and then was just under silence for two hours. It was just under silence, <laughs> and he just looked like he would, like somebody just folded him incorrectly yeah. into the corner of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I felt like shit. But for a while, I was looking out into the open. You know, I'm, I was that kid that was afraid to look outside the window in car rides. I was too to when, I was, when I was younger. My right. dad would drive. Like when we'd go, like, because my uncle had, a, I told you, my uncle had a house in Mexicali, so we would drive out that way. And I would never want to look out because I didn't want to see, like, because anything, you know what I mean? Right, right, yep. I don't want to see no close encounters of the third kind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, you know? it was intense. So before we move on, Hefty, we were we uh we're talking about what we're doing coming up. Yes, we're doing our Paragordo Activity Podcast live. Let's talk about that before we get off of this. Let's talk about what happened that night because I don't think we've actually talked about it. The the first one we did, the only one we did, sweetie pie. because <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've been Buttercup, hey, hey, Buttercup, hey, take, take it easy. My little date shake, <laughs> my little date shake. <laughs> Let's talk about um that night now. The video's out there. People can watch it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that night, AJ shows up to the venue. You've never met AJ. You've heard me talk about him like crazy. All the time. I didn't think he existed. <laughs> you, you know, is, AJ, does it, is AJ short for something? Like Alan Jackson? Alexander yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander Jones? It's, it stands for Admirable Jewel. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was a little bit too much, but okay. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I'm not trying to admire any of your jewels. You know what I'm saying? But, Ass junkie. It's, it's uh, ain't no jelly. <laughs> ain't no jelly. Oh. Okay, if you went um, with the with the navy girls, they would have you know liked the. the anyways, <laughs> so anyways. The day you met AJ, you were in the uh, AJ was in the green room, and I didn't want to go in the green. You room. You didn't want to go in the green room. AJ and I were talking, mm-hmm. and AJ tells me, you know, then you go into the green room. No, I actually said hello to him from. From the outside, from of the afar, green. yeah, from, from afar, afar, yeah. And then I, the first thing I said it was, "Oh, Dude, nice to meet you. Please don't read me. me." Yep. <laughs> and then you leave. Uh-huh. You leave to go on stage to perform. Yeah, yeah. And then Angel looks at him and he goes, "I gotta read this motherfucker." Like I, <laughs> I gotta read this. He, he's like, as soon as I, as soon as I he heard your me, voice, yeah, I am blocked because Hefty's energies, the his his people won't let me move on. I need to read him, even though he's not gonna want me to. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, fuck, just do it, bro. <laughs> right? Just fucking do it. Like, fuck what he says. You know, you know it, it's it my was... show right now. Yeah. Fucking bring him out there. So we, we bring you out there. We do the interview. And, and you don't know any of this is going to go on. No. AJ, I, you know, I forgot about it. And then I remember you even say, don't read me on stage. AJ turns to you and he goes, well, actually. Yeah. And he reads you. Because he said he was, he said you had told me that as soon as you walked out there, you were already being pulled towards me. Yep. But you were trying to respect my wishes and not. But yeah. okay, not so read me. Yeah, we all know what happened, right? Yeah, but you know, but but I always have to respect everyone's wishes. But if something is so persistent, so strong, and this is why I asked him, I said, 
you know, don't read me. But I said, do you mind? And he said, okay. And I had to allow, I had to respect not only his loved ones' energies, but also his energy. I mean, even the spirits of my of my lost ones are drama queens. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, so you gave the reading, you said some things that were crazy, and then something happened. We stopped the reading because Hefty said, we'll just talk later because yeah. he got very uncomfortable. Oh, right, right. And I know when he's uncomfortable. I, I know my friend, known him for a long time. He got very uncomfortable. It wasn't uncomfortable. It was more of there he uh, goes again, always denying. No, because it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't an uncomfortable feeling. It was a uh, motherfucker. So when we you, have when you footage me, of you, yeah, but it being was, uncomfortable. It wasn't uncomfortable. That's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't right. that I was like, like I, like, I felt shock. bad. It was. It was like um, everything you had told me, like kind of clicked. Especially when uh when you had told me about the song, I was trying not to let the tears out. Right. Yeah. So and I, that's okay. I, my only thing was like. To laugh and pull back and be yeah. like, we'll talk about it later, right? Because yeah. I was already, I was choking up, right. but it wasn't, it wasn't uncomfort. I just didn't want to get feelings, like, like uh, feel the full emotion. And the funny thing is, uh, my sister went back and watched the video, and uh, a couple of days later, and she called me and she's like, I was watching that video because my sister was there too, and she was like, I was crying watching the emotion that you were going through, and then just knowing everything that he was saying, because no one else knew that. It was I told you there was only a few wow. people that was in there with us. So I was just like, and I hadn't even told anybody what, what, what you, happened. You said on the video, we'll talk later. Yeah. What yeah. did you want to talk about? I just, felt, I just about. felt I felt like he had a lot of stuff that he wanted to tell me that we just weren't going to get a chance to get to. And then when we were in the in the back, we started kind of talking. Right, right, right. Yeah. But then a lot of people started coming into the right, back. And we couldn't really and talk. And then AJ yeah. was like, well we'll, well, we'll hook up later because we thought we were going to see each other again or maybe go to the restaurant. Yeah. But you know how I, I always... You know, say, I'm going to go to the right. restaurant afterwards, <laughs> right. and I never do. Right. You know, so. But like, you have my number. And yeah, you know, but like we never got the chance. Well, you right. guys never, you guys have seen Did you feel anything when you came to pick up empanadas, though? No, no. <laughs> no, I was hoping there was another dozen in it. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was picking up. Yeah, yeah, there was a, ghost, a ghostly dozen in there. <laughs> there were ghostly dozen. <laughs> but you've, <laughs> seen, you've seen each they were other good. countless times since it happened. Yeah. Right. Do you shut yourself off, you think? No, because there's been times where he's felt me and he's been like, uh, last time I think the one of the, the last times I saw you here, you told right. me that uh, there's right. a lot of stuff I need to work through, or I got a lot yeah. of stuff going on. I was like, no, I don't. And we <laughs> got into it for a while. And I was like, I don't need to go. I don't need to work out anything. And then me and you got into it. Yeah, but we, uh, we were arguing, and then and then I don't know if you started. We never, by the way, by the way, we, uh, <laughs> we never aired Granted, that yeah. podcast because it got too intense. Yeah, Granted, that. you were you were you were like twelve white claws in, so you right, were, right. In the, you, were the, <laughs> right. you were in the full feeling. <laughs> right, right. You know? We were having a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. You know, but it's interesting because when I do a read for someone and I see them again, I don't pick up the same vibes yeah. because it's like the job was already done. They had mm. to say what they had to say. So you know, there may be moments that you know I see you know, someone again, you know, and I may have information or I've, I've known some friends of mine for 20 years, 18 years and never read for them. No, you always give me the same information. Yeah. yeah because because you're, you're trying to make me remember what's coming through. Well, you remember, remember how when we were doing the show out in the, in the backyard before we built, you know, the studio in here and the way when he was telling you about the presence he felt behind you and kind of like how Didn't you felt. Didn't that freak everybody out that day? It did. Okay. But you know how you were feeling? Yeah. That that's kind of the same way. Like that's kind of like the same sh like shaking I was on stage when he was doing it. Yeah. The only difference well, was well, there's like 400 people watching right, me right. But go see, through all my feelings, you know, instead of like six friends. You know what I mean? But right. what scared me about AJ though that night was because 
<laughs> he was so precise. No, he had so much emotion in him that it looked scary. Oh. So he was like looking behind me, like I thought there was a big old monster behind me. Because he just paused. He just paused. he just paused and he goes, his, uh, and his eyes got <laughs> wide, and I'm like. What the fuck are you seeing right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, then you start off with like, I don't want to say anything. Right, right. Well, that's it, right, right. Worse. <laughs> you know? What's he saying? And mine's like, what is, what is mine? I don't want to sound weird or anything. But, All right. All right. Yeah, but was, when Spirit makes himself known to me, either in a radio show, podcast, live event, they're going to make himself known. Like, great example was, I think right after I read for you, uh, there was what a double murder, double homicide that oh, I got pulled yeah. to. Oh, yeah. You know, the people in the audience. And, you know, and that one lady, she was like, you know, so tipsy. And, oh, and, 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 I, and I just shut her down. Like, I'm that so was used the to, most hilarious thing I've seen, though. Yeah, <laughs> that was. She was like, that's me. You're like, no, not you. Yeah, and then you're yeah. like, someone else in the audience. Well, she, she was like, yeah. no, 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 mijo, that's me. <laughs> but I'm so, because yeah. I'm so used to it like people doing that like at events and stuff like that and i know where i'm getting pulled to like it's it's an energy pull it's like comes from my solar plexus from mm -hmm. the stomach and i know where i'm getting pulled to like i'm in this general section or i'm like lady in red stand up i have so and so coming through so and not all the time it works that way so i may know that i have say you know frank here in spirit he was a w amputee and he was born in october and blah blah this is how he's coming through i don't know where i'm at but this is the, who it's coming through and that's where the, i'll say does that make sense for you and raise your hand boom and then i start the reading going right into that well that's like when when we were at the restaurant and you started reading uh oh, you know um, el chef is el chef yeah the, and he were you were like you're missing somebody someone was missing and then you were just like and then he was right. like oh it's my sister and then this right, and, right. That. and then we heard the scream bro on the headphones that was yeah. a freaky. Yeah, that was a freak out. That was a crazy day. Yeah. yeah, that was a trip. Long day. I didn't even want to go to the bathroom alone after. Remember? <laughs> I was like, I was like, the bathroom's so far away. <laughs> I'll just hold it. <laughs> we gotta do a day where. By the way, AJ follow him on Instagram because AJ does these workshops, these classes where he can teach you how to be an intuitive of your own, right? Absolutely, from beginners Are to advanced, intermediate, Zoom or live? All, all via Zoom. My all sister Zoom. took it. Oh yeah, my sister wants to take it. Yeah, my sister yeah, took I, it and she. I mean, oh, she we, took we, it. We can call her right <laughs> right now, and she'll tell you some shit, man. She probably has photos from that day, too. Well, the, the thing <laughs> is... Oh, she took one live? Yeah, she took one live. Dude, it wasn't live yet. So, well, not, it wasn't live in person, but live via oh, Zoom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. She, she's been giving people readings at her job. She's been... Is your sister a sensitive? She yeah. Is, Myra or something? Yeah, Myra. Myra, yeah. So yeah. she has become someone that gives readings now. She's okay. always been that way, though. Since she's I've always known her. since you known her. Yeah, since I've known her. But yeah. now she's like fucking yeah. freaking me out because she'll call me because she knows you know I'm kind of intuitive into things, and she's been giving people some crazy readings, and it was after your class, <laughs> right? Your class opened up that that third eye. Absolutely. And yep. if you want to experience this, take AJ's class. The only way you're going to succeed in this class is if you follow directions. 100%. Because my sister said the biggest issue was letting yourself go during the meditation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you really got to let yourself yeah. go. You have to. And, and, it's, it's, and it's hard to do. It's hard to do because like we're always thinking about something. So when I tell people clear your memory or clear your memory, clear your mind or don't focus on this or that, yeah. we're not really clearing anything. It's what I want them to do is listen to my voice when I'm doing the meditation so they can focus on what I'm saying and not about... Did I leave the iron on? Did I leave clothes in the washer? Da, 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 da. Like, you know, I don't want them to focus on that, but listen how, to my voice. How yeah. long does it take to really master this, you think? I master it, but it's, like it's, a, it's an ability. Some people have a natural born ability. Where, I'm sure some people take the class and like 
don't really pick ever pick it up, right? Um, no, I mean it takes some time. It takes a lot of time for someone to develop ability. So it's not going to be like you take one workshop and so you're anyone can do this. Yeah, like anyway. anyone can learn to to, to read. But it, it helps if you're more sensitive towards it, right? Yep, sensitive and training and having ethics that are involved with it. Because if you're just going to go with fly by night psychics or people that are not really developed or not done it for years, like you really want to take people who are established in the work and because you want to make sure they have a lot of training on underneath their belt and a lot of experience to talk about certain situations yeah. or scenarios that someone goes through or a student can go through. So um, for me, I love teaching. I don't teach workshops all the time. I mean, the, ne the next one I'm teaching is, um, is law enforcement. It's about missing persons and homicides where I work with law enforcement and investigators where I do cold cases and we help people, we help intuitives work with law enforcement agencies to help find loved ones. And so See, it's not a, yeah, like a profiler kind of sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Hefty and I should take a class, but like really be serious about it. What do you think? Just I'm, the I'm, always, one. I'm always willing to learn. <laughs> I mean, because one thing that does fascinate me is I have this fear of meditation. Mm -hmm. I have an anxiety attack every time I meditate. I don't know if it's because I'm afraid to let go, let go. to yeah. that realm. That's what it is. Um, because I, I did it once. I bought this hypnosis CD to help me sleep. And when I did the hypnosis, I had an anxiety attack and I started hearing voices. Okay. So I don't know if I you tapped could, into something or... You could have been having an, an out-of-body experience or astral projection, one of the two. But I think it's more so astral projection where you're actually leaving the physical body and then you have this thing called the silver cord that connects you to the astral body. And then sometimes people, when they astral project, they actually see themselves hovering over the bed or they see a shadow and actually it's their own soul or astral body that they're seeing so I those voices a, that you were hearing are actually from a different realm could be from guides loved ones so on and so forth I've, I've had a friend tell me the exact same thing that you said with uh seeing themselves yeah. and not being able to wake themselves up yep. yeah that's yep. how you it know. was yeah I've, I've i can honestly say i don't i'm pretty sure that i've never ever meditated like well, gone into I, like a like a full like uh, you know i bet you you have you just don't realize it what about you when you cook when you're baking and doing all that stuff, you're in a meditation. You're in yeah, a zone. Yeah, get into you're, a zone. You're focused. That's a yeah. form of meditation. Like someone who's fascinated with listening to music or oh, watching music. television. I get lost in the music. That's meditation. But I never thought of it. I thought you weren't supposed to really think of anything. Nope. Meditation is being in a zone, being in a vi vibration of frequency. Music is a form of vibration. So mm. when we listen to music, it can take us to a place, a memory, a spot, a feeling. So we're dealing with those emotions. Gee, so that's know. all my music does that. Yeah. Especially with some Morrissey, boy. Oh, Morrissey, some right? Morrissey. <laughs> Morrissey. So it's like, well, I mean, you always, I mean, I, I think I, I would be really interested in taking a class and then having us share experiences with AJ. Because I think you should, I mean, I think we can not only learn from it as having a paranormal podcast, mm -hmm. but also I think it would be it would be a great thing to show people that, you know, this is normal. Not only normal, and it's a, not only it's a huge trend right now. By the way, TikTok and this stuff is unbelievable right now. Mm -hmm. They're doing paranormal stuff on TikTok. Now, here's the thing: oh, it's all over the place. This is what I want to talk to you about. A lot of little girls are. On TikTok, which, by the way, if you're a parent, make sure you know what your kids are doing. And have restrictions on it. Yeah, because a lot of little girls, from what I hear, are doing witchcraft oh, I, on I, I TikTok. I have no idea. So I, have, I, don't have, I don't have a TikTok. See, TikTok is releasing, they're doing spells. So there's people on TikTok like, 
showing how to do the spells. Like chanting and all that stuff? All that stuff. Like teaching kids how to make a spell. They call themselves green witches. Mm-hmm. You know, about nature. Yep. The whole thing with the crystals. I mean, there's a lot of... There's just... They're, they're overdoing it. And yep. a lot of people are those amateur ghost hunters that are playing with Ouija boards... Yep. Going to the Cecil Hotel mm-hmm. because it's on Inst- uh, on Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, antagonizing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I use my TikTok for education. Like, I'll share readings and personal moments and things of that nature, EVPs, and I take questions. But it's interesting because I haven't been on TikTok for uh, I would say about well, three weeks, four weeks. Well, this that's is what, what you do. Well, this is what I mean. I yeah. use TikTok as a platform to teach and educate people, not to just do all this woo woo stuff yeah. and dance and sing and this and that. I use it to educate people to have an understanding for people that are on TikTok saying, "I got your cards," or "There's a message this for that," and blah. But there's a lot of this woo-woo stuff for TikTok that doesn't really show yeah. the authentic, uh, the uh, authentic. Uh, I can't even say it. Authentic, right? The reality of the, the situation. Yeah. Of the situation. Yeah. To to make it authentic, but also to make it with some ethics. And there's not a lot of ethics on TikTok yeah. at all whatsoever. So you know, like since I haven't been on TikTok for a while, that my algorithm has changed. So I was getting like. 500,000 views, 1 million, 2 million views on certain videos. And then other ones only have now that I've been posting up. I heard that. That's the door. Oh, that's my nice. store. Yeah. It's my, Myra, come here. I like to sit, okay? Very good. It's all good. Hey, Roger, let Myra sit there real quick. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, it's the full. <laughs> it's the full cast. Myra, sit right there. Ben, how are you? So we're talking about you right now. Sit down. Oh. <laughs> Now, let me. Hi, how are you? Let me ask you this. I, I, you know how you're saying the whole reality of the situation, right? I remember we were doing a Zoom video with AJ, and we were talking about, like, Ouija boards, and then you busted out the full wood grain. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. And you had multiple ones. There's, yeah. uh, there's different kinds. Well, he kinds. had a Ouija board at his house when I first went in there, Yeah. and it was like, oh, it's normal. And there's, like, it's no normal. knots in it, right? I can't have no knots, supposedly. Or is that true? Um, no, it, it's, it's, uh, this was custom made for me. So, yeah. No, like, so, like that, huh? yeah. no it, it was. was custom made for me. It was yeah. made by made the, marble. Yeah. It was made by the, the elves of the fifth century. Yeah. Uh, no, you got it from, from Wafer. <laughs> so, no, so, yeah, no, it was a gift for, uh, to me. And then when I got the, got the Ouija board, it was, I blessed it, protected it. And then I opened, then I started working with the board uh, just for myself, just opened it and closed it so I can put my energy and bless it and protect it. So the Ouija board has a bad stigma attached to it because of radio, uh, television shows, I mean, all other stuff. What, what's the little thing called? Listen, there's the, the biggest. Planchette. 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 Has yeah. that ever moved by itself? Yeah. Yeah. But there's yeah. a big movie yeah. by the name of The Exorcist. The big movie by the name and, of Ouija board. And that movie, and by the way, it's based on a little boy out of Georgetown. Mm-hmm. The movie starts with a little kid playing with the Ouija board, talking to to Captain something. i never seen The Exorcist. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, then I you're a pussy. In a, I haven't watched it but in a long time. But in the movie, the, that she opens up the portal with the Ouija board because she's contacting. It was playful. The mom even joins in. Everyone joins in. Mm-hmm. But to get biblical, it says there will be many false prophets. And that also goes in this, in this realm because yeah. you might think you're reaching some old man that lives on the street, but you might open up this other door that has any kind of entity, not of the human entities, that will prey on the innocent. Right. Yeah. You're opening that door that's been sealed for a reason. That, that that so I don't know. I think Ouija board should not be sold 
Uh, it should be like a gun almost. I know that what, sounds what, weird. What, well, you know, and go ahead, go ahead, Hefty. So when we were kids, my sisters like I don't know how much power the part the Parker Brothers Ouija board had. Same thing. I have the original one too. So, yeah. but my sister, we we said my sisters had one, and then they would use it. We they probably played it once or twice that I remember. But they did it under candlelight. They cut. They made it creepy, like to set the ambiance of right, it. Right. Right. And uh, I was never really like, I was all. It always freaked me out mm-hmm. because it was always like something like you, you never mess with, right? You don't. Right. You don't. It's what we're taught to believe. But as I'm saying, like, like does do those have any power? Like, just, even yeah. if it's just a piece of cardboard, it, it's 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 a board. So you can you, you can make a Ouija board just with a piece of paper and use a shot glass or something that goes around. And it's it's the same thing because you're putting energy into that. Yeah. The thing is about opening and closing. Again, there's bad uh, stigma connected to it. Look at tarot cards. Tarot cards are the same way to open up the divine energy when you connect with loved ones and energy. Look at paranormal equipment. It's the same thing, but like see, a medium. Tarot cards. All these little girls on TikTok are buying tarot cards yep. and doing readings with people. Yep. They have no training. It's not they eth- don't know what they're opening up. They're not ethical. Not ethical. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. So are they just going by the directions on what that tarot card's supposed to mean? Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, does, listen, does the death card always mean death? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It could just it, mean the it, death it, of something in, in it could in be your, it could be a, a transition could be changed. That's what I'm saying, like a death yeah, of a situation per se. Yeah, like. because you know the tarot cards they have two meanings, you know, reversed and you know upwards and reverse sides. So there's two meanings to each tarot card. So yeah. um, so every card has a different meaning. It could be angel cards, you know, animal. There's so many different tarot cards. It's just depending on what you're comfortable but working you with. But you shouldn't fuck with them unless you don't know about. Them. So I'm trying to tell you. Right, yeah. I, I mean, the do, Ouija board, I don't do any of that stuff. The Ouija board even... itself is, is honestly it's a great tool. It's a tool to connect with the other side. You I, have to I think, would. like, that's how spiritualism started in the 1800s, I don't know that the Fox oh, sisters. I mean, look, the crystal ball, yeah, I don't right. know that Check this out. <laughs> the pentagram. I don't do I don't. I don't even watch a show if there's a pentagram on it. Like, because I don't want that energy coming through my TV screen. But see, the, see, you know the, what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. The pentagram is used for protection. Yeah. It's not, it's certain beliefs. It's not a yeah. devil-worshipping thing. Yeah. The pentagram is people write it to protect themselves from demons that they might summon. So even though it is kind of like looks bad, taboo and de- yeah, but it's also well, a, because a you're always told it's the the horns and the shape of the goat's beard Oops. on the bottom. Right. But it's also that's why whenever they do a spell, they go inside the pentagram to be safe. But if you notice, like now in a lot of TV, they don't really flip it to where the the, the two points, points are, are upwards. Up. Yep. They always right. make it a star. Like star, Sabrina, yep. the teenage and, witch. And, and, yeah. and it's called something different when it's not on its ends, right? I'm not 100. percent It's called a putogram. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it is though. It's, it, when it's not on the when no, the, yeah, there's a different meaning. On the, the, yeah. When the points on the bottom, yeah. and the two, it's a pentagram. But then when it's flipped the other way, it's well, it's, it's kind of like else. like the swastika. Oh, I don't know. I think that one's the whatever. The I think that's always the same it's a thing. Buddha right? symbol when it goes the opposite way, right? I don't think that's how it yeah. works. Is well, it? No, the swastika has a different meaning to it. I forgot what it is. Yeah. I think it's. I think it might be. I think it's Buddhist. I'm not sure. We'll have to research that. Richard, that one. Anyways, my sister is here. My my Mara took um, AJ's class. I did. And ever <laughs> since that, all hell has broken. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing readings he now. triggered me. I am. So do you just, are you just like, uh, can you just like, do you feel the energy or is it just when someone asks you to? It's, it's happened randomly. Okay. And then I think I was trying to shut it off more in a sense to see if I could control it. And so I have been able to, but not like. Fully. Fully. But I started seeing auras, which is weird. Yep. That's how Mm -hmm. I started. I started seeing auras when I started doing this work. Colors all around people. But you know what's funny? Like, I even told Momo. Like, I asked my mom once. 
I'm like, mom, ¿tú cómo ves? You know, like, how do you see? Yeah. Yeah. Pues con los ojos pendeja, right? Like, yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, because I was trying to see, like, how do people see? Because I always saw a glare. Yeah. I always saw a glare on everybody. And I even had my, um, what's it called? My retina checked. Okay. <laughs> so then, and now that kind of like. Triggered it. Triggered it. Yep. So now there's yeah. color on it. So I'm like, well, see, AJ, I've been this forever then. Yeah, AJ yeah. said yeah, this years and ago. and I didn't realize it. AJ didn't said since we were little kids, and Myra was, I mean, you met Myra when she was like a t- little yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's a teenager. She was, yeah. No, she was like in junior high when you met uh, Myra. Right, yeah. And she, you've always said Myra was a quick open channel. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, Mara, your energy. I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mara was always open about the energy. Yeah. Right, right. So she always, and Mara, was, Mara has a bad attitude all the time. <laughs> because Mara. Mara gets triggered. By people's, people's energy. Attitude. energy attitude. Well, well, because you're an empath. Because you take yes. on emotion, you pull emotion. So if people. you're being yeah. a dick to me, then I'm going to be a bitch to you, basically. Yeah, it's the energy. Yeah. You're giving, you're dishing it back <laughs> right back, you know. So, yeah. yeah. But I think the main thing for you, you know, even going to work, going outdoors, anywhere that you do. Yeah. Ground yourself, protect yourself. If it's through prayer, white light, meditation, whatever you need to do, so you're not always, you know, reading for people, picking up energy because you have to understand you're you're you're, you're using your own energy and you don't want to drain yourself. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the time you're doing this work, it's just like why do I feel drained or tired or this and that or you know after you talk to a friend that you give them all this great advice and all of a sudden now you feel like crap. Yeah. It's because you're taking on that vibration. And she's a she's a case manager. Yeah. So oh, that's deals, even worse. She deals with a bunch of yeah. drama at where she yeah. used to work. That's you know, now she's not that anymore. I'm not that anymore. But yeah. when she was, she would have to deal with these crazy cases, and she would come home and just say, fuck you to everybody. But the funny <laughs> thing is, because it was at a school, right? So I always got the kids to confess stuff. Okay. And which is, now I I understand, like, oh, well, people always tell me their problems. They let me know yeah. everything. After you took your course, right. <laughs> like, it all clicked. Like, oh, my God. Now available. Now, now available. Now available. <laughs> <laughs> So that's like when I did take the class, I was like, oh, my God, everything is like hitting on like my on I even cried after. It's like I feel like I understand myself for the first time. Yep. Right? That's, and that's what the workshop is. You know, I want to make sure people are understanding it and they're having a new beginning. They're opening mm-hmm. that door and also learning how to take control of their new spiritual journey. And the fact that you were able to recognize that and yeah. evolve and grow from that. Yeah. That's all I want for my students. Like literally, I thought maybe I am bipolar. Maybe no, I'm bipolar. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people I, think that. Yeah. A lot of people. I, I've always yeah, said that because it really was. <laughs> it was like up and down. Because a lot. my mom would say all the time, "My my dad, my mother está loca." But it was usually triggered by someone, or it had to do similar. Like my feelings were similar to somebody else's feelings. Yep. I just talked to. Yep. So it did. It totally made sense. You know, yeah. Myra. Here's something crazy. When I was a little kid. Myra, even till now, you know, I can fight with Myra mm-hmm. a lot, and but she's my little sister, you know. I still have that right. that one connection, and they got stronger when we were, when we were little kids. I think I was five, and no, like I was seven, six or seven, and Myra almost died. Mm-hmm. Myra, I died. Myra did die. I died, and my dad brought me back. My dad brought yeah. me back, and I feel that might have been well. That's your near death experience. Yeah. Exactly. I think that is what triggered Myra to to have that third eye opened. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. You were always, you know, most of the people that have a near-death experience, car accident, an overdose, could be many different things, and they come back from that tragic event. They usually come back from that situation with Mm -hmm. these preconceived, you know, godly gifts or divine gifts in some ways. There's a good friend of mine, colleague of mine. He was uh, got in a car accident many, probably in his twenties. Much old. He's much older now. 
and uh, he wrapped his car around a, 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 tel- a light pole. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, was in a coma for several weeks. And when he came out, he started seeing colors, started knowing things about yeah. the nurses and doctors and stuff like that. And then he was on uh, Unsolved Mysteries, you know, when it was when it was airing back in the day wow. and all that stuff. So he was doing all the, he's an amazing medium. And uh, that's how his ability started. He did not have any training. I mean, and then he started learning and going to training afterwards because where is this coming from? Like, what am I getting? Like, how am I getting this? And again, there's a reason why you decide to find out your sole purpose was to yeah. find your sole and purpose. The funny part is like my mom, we had a joke. So like whenever I would always get feelings, like, I feel like this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. And it would happen. And I'd be like, bruja. You know, so like, <laughs> we would always say that. Like that was a running joke, like my entire life, even my friends. So like my friends, like bruja. Or like, <laughs> I'll tell them like, hey. And my, my mom like, was. So fascinated by this oh yeah i mean this was so we were very accepting to all this. yeah yeah no one was telling me that yeah, yeah we, we we really got into it so much that we and i think myra took your class as a way to connect not to connect with my mom like in the spiritual way but just to but in a way it. to connect because that's one thing that we had that was part of our family right yep. i have a question mm-hmm. were you able to see what happened to me that day or no i know you had well, like a bunch of people but did you ever like did you pick anything up like no oh my god no yeah. It was intense for me. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I was paying attention to all the students as much as I can, you know, but mm-hmm. when I, especially when I walk students to do meditations and stuff like that, or when they're doing readings, some of them I can see they're suffering from anxiety or they're overwhelmed or it's too much for them or they're seeing too many things that they don't want to say. Mm-hmm. And, but oftentimes that the things that you're seeing, there's a reason why you're seeing it because it could be messages from your guides, your loved ones, yeah. Yeah. or for the people in that workshop that those messages are for them. So yeah. I always tell people, say what you have to say. It's like that song by, it was a John Mayer, say what you need to say. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the same yeah. thing. You know what I mean? You have to just put it out there you, because you there's a reason it. for it. Well, let me say something. Here's what I need to say. Just because, just to reiterate what we're talking about, it does turn out that the swastika is the swastika. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an ancient religious icon, you know, tied to Eurasia cultures, you know, Indian religious, you. Hinduism, Buddhism, and I never heard of Jani, Jainism, Jainism, Ju- Judaism. Is that what it says? That's Probably. not what it says. Not says okay. Judaism. This is J A I N I S M. Jaundice. <laughs> That's when you're yellow, bro. When you're not, uh, lack of milk. Well. <laughs> To song by, by oh, a liver bit. problem, right? Huh? When your jaundice is a liver problem, isn't it? I'm not sure. I mean, so tell me. Go back to my medical training. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's just recap. Myra took your class. Mm. She's been freaking people out. So can you see my aura right now? No. Oh, you got more like. No, you, I'm like Adrian. You're more like. Don't say. Don't say. Don't say. I don't have an aura. I have an orca. You're more like the. No, but you know what's I do notice when like. If someone's talking to me very passionate about something, you can see the aura. Or, yeah. So or, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Why does that aura look though? Huh? Like because it it's different it colors, looks right? Like a glare yeah. to me, like around, like you're highlighted. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's supposed. Some people, okay, like little, well, a nephew of mine, right? <laughs> um, I could totally tell he was high. It was like boom. Was it? Was the aura like, green? Yeah. No, it was blue. Yeah. It was like a bluish. <laughs> So then, and I told, like, my sister, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I could tell. I'm like, well, oh, my God, let me tell you what I just saw, like, you know? Right. So I had never seen that. Not my little guy. Not my little guy. Don't say that. Well, there's there's times, like, where I don't see auras uh, for people. Not all the time, but sometimes I do in readings or when I'm doing in person. Whatever it is, uh, I'll see auras. Not all the time. Mm -hmm. But there's times where uh, I'm doing a reading for someone, and I see color coming out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. And that color represents like their life theme, where they're supposed to be at. Auras represent a different thing. It could be a daily aura. So our auras can change daily, and you, we can have you more. You saw to mine. It. You said one day, one day, 
had a yellow golden aura behind me. And it could be like where you were at, what What's you were going mean, through though? at the time. So orange could represent uh, very, someone who's very ambitious, very driven, what the things that you need to work on. Yellow represents like communication, depending on the level where I'm talking about, mm. it could be, uh, how I was talking with them. Uh, yellow can represent communication. That could be, you know, marketing or physical communication. Like you need to start using your voice to project your voice to kind of further yourself. So orange and yellow in that goldish color would represent mm. something very positive, not anything negative. But if we look at things on the flip side, as everything has a flip side, mm. the yellow could also represent that one, that you're saying too much to people, that you're offending them. And the orange could represent something like... Well, that was Dan was talking shit to hefty. You're, you're not motivating people. Well, what's, so. what's, what color is the aura for someone who you know like needs to work some stuff out? You know what I'm saying? Since, since it, you've told me that on quite some occasions. Well, I mean, it, it could represent, again, it could be represent an orange or yellow. It could represent different things, different meanings um, to like, different um, people. Do like, you pick up the vibe of that color? Yeah. yeah. Or, or, on the or, flip side or, or the positive or, side? Or Auras, um, colors, color is a form of vibration. Mm. So it, it's a vibration that we pick up. So everyone ha will have their own meaning of what, you know, all the colors represent. And just don't think that, you know, the auras are the 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 color of the rainbow Roy G Biv it's not those colors it could be fuchsia you know black gray brown could be multiple different colors and all these colors have a different meaning if you start understanding what they mean to you because mm. for Myra I can say like hey like what does red mean to you like what does it mean to you like red? what comes to you like well, right now I haven't had red I haven't seen but just what comes to your thought I don't like angry okay or see like concern see I was thinking love yeah for so, red i don't know why so because that's a common thing people think so mm -hmm. is love so red represents like the base chakra the kundalini which is about self-growth rebuilding it represents a lot of that stuff so. kundalini oh. kundalini yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> sounds like a dessert from italy <laughs> sounds, sounds so, like something provocative i've noticed that um when i've done a couple of the readings if they're talking about their kids or they're worried about their own kids it's like pink Okay. So can it be something that it means to me? Like, that's how I identify it? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Already, so I've already caught on to that. So if someone, I see them with pink, I'll be like, are you thinking about your kids? Like, right. what's going on? Like, yeah, this, this, and that. So I feel like it's more of them thinking about their children, like motherly feelings. You told like me parental. not right. so long ago about a guy that you said his aura was about, that you said that he's had some wrong with his kids. Well, he called me last week. Something's wrong with his kids. Mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. Yeah. You I remember now. Yes. Yeah. You told me, and something's wrong with his kids. And I get to help. Yeah, because, and especially with people with a lot of energy, so I get the whole energy. Part. Right, right. So, um, and I did. I could tell, and I was like, I don't know. I think he's, like, worried about his kids. Something's wrong with his kid. And no one's like, no. No, it seems fine. And then I right, get right. a call a week later. Yeah. Like fucking bruja. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, the day I took your class, so I saw my mom. Okay. For me. Okay. So that happened to me. And my mom came to me. So when, oh, I'm going to get all emotional. So then when that happened with me, it was like yellow. I saw yeah. yellow. When I saw yellow, so now every time I see someone that has yellow, it's like you're thinking about your mom. Your mom. Your dad. That's your symbolism. Your parent, you know, something yeah. parental about yeah. that. And so now, and it's, like on point so then i've seen my boss already i had to tell my boss because her dad would not leave me alone and I, and i even like left i'm like i'm not gonna talk to her about it she didn't think i'm crazy oh my god are we even this close does she believe in this you know so i was freaking myself out and so i told her i'm like there's something i have to tell you you know yeah. so i started the whole conversation and after i told her i started seeing the dad less 
Yeah, because you just, deliver the message. That's yeah, why. and then I feel more comfortable now. Yeah. Yep. And it was like well, bugging me, bugging me. Well, bugging. you got to think, everything that you're seeing is your frame of reference. So yeah. whatever I see will never mean the same to you. Mm -hmm. And whatever you see will never be the same to exactly, anyone else. Yeah. So every time you see these symbolism or these colors or these things, it's you building that psychic dictionary of mm -hmm. your pulling out references. So here's stuff. the thing that I have you both here because it's something I haven't told you both. So Myra told me that when she took your class, she felt my mom hug her from the back like this side. and hold the side like that, hold her. That's exactly what you saw. Oh, with it's me. I don't remember. I, I don't see? remember. Mm -hmm. Well, see, Momo was very weird with me when I was like, ah, loca. Like, he didn't believe me. So, um, I, you when know, I, but let me tell you why before I, she though. tells you. The reason is, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I said, slow the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why did and you know where I said that? Yeah. Slow the fuck down. Take your time, time. with this. Mm -hmm. Learn how to breathe through this. Right. Don't right. go all in. Right. Well, that's why I'm trying to see like I'm trying to be able to control it. So yeah. like I shut it down. I'm like pep talking myself. Like, okay, yeah. this is not it's funny. Okay. Sorry, weird reference. But you know that one show the vampire, one of the, the vampire diaries? So that whole like I'm, I'm familiar uh, with it. I haven't okay. watched it. So they do that whole shit it off, and then they there's like even TikToks and everything about it. It's totally the way it feels. Like yep. I get that now because yep. you have to be like off, like even well, yeah, he, in, like very. Yeah. I mean, I see it. You didn't with yourself, yeah. or else and you still see it. So I have to be like off, off, like stop. Yeah, you, you, you everyone is in control of their own power. He'll, mm -hmm. their if you AJ when we go anywhere else, he'll walk away for a little bit. Always do. He'll walk away. Even we, we you know, we hung out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this motherfucker, he sh he told me to shut up because I read him. <laughs> I gave him a reading, and he goes, "You're right. Stop." Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank he you. Told, he's like, he's like, okay, stop, 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 stop. And I'm like, "You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right." Fuck you, then. I'm gonna go take a shower. But a place in a place like Vegas, I mean, you gotta get. A, I mean, you gotta feel bombarded with stuff, right? Or no, not really. I'm, you know, it's just like work. When I'm working, I'm working. When I'm not, I'm not. You know. So it's just when I'm meditating. I'm tuned in, and when I'm not, I'm not. But <laughs> you know, what we did. Remember when I? When, okay, so we were okay. So you know, we were having a good time, and my bad. We were, we, you know, we were trying to not, you know, just be around people. We, just, we were, it was a relaxing weekend. So I remember I went into the VIP area in the casino, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, man, we're not gonna buy any drinks. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go to the VIP casino part, and since we're VIP guests." We could just get free drinks off of their checkout area. So right. when you check in, they have free champagne and beers. Uh -huh. I have a fridge full of them. So I kept on going to ask questions so they can give us free <laughs> beers. <laughs> we, we were that, and that was our way though to disconnect from everybody else. Yeah, because we weren't gambling, we weren't out. We were just, we just kept away from majority of the people. You know, we just walked past people, but we stayed in our own little sections and this and that. That was open air and this and that. And but then AJ freaked that guy out, and that's <laughs> it. Well, he didn't. He wasn't. He didn't hear that. But he'll hear it on the podcast. Oh, I told yeah. him about what happened. Oh, did you? Okay. About that guy that he freaked out. Mm -mm. I didn't believe anything. No. Just, oh, yeah. Well, he. Oh, well, listen to the podcast. You'll listen to. It. Um, <laughs> I wasn't here for that part. Oh, yet. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That but was, no, it, it was. It, those of you who haven't uh, checked AJ's Instagram, check him out at AJ Barrera. Um, make sure you get the real one because a lot of fake accounts on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. People were people. I had one today. Yeah. Do a fake Momo account. That's yep. when you know you made it, bro. That's yeah. true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's true. 
But AJ, I gotta make my own fake account. <laughs> Dude, you know I have, I have but like people multiple. ask for money, bro. People go on AJ's and ask for money for readings. Yeah, they create. You have the blue check though, don't you? Not, not on my Instagram. On not Twitter, really. Facebook, and something else. Not TikTok, but something else. Not yeah, I don't know what it is, but I, I think those are only two. <laughs> yeah, Facebook and my Twitter are verified, but. You know, it's so funny because it's part of um, Facebook, Instagram, but, you know, they just keep denying me. Saying yeah, they've denied me several times. doesn't already. meet the criteria. But I have, I have a friend of mine who's yeah. not in the industry as long as I have, like, mm. very, very short period of time, has, like, a couple hundred well, followers. I know guys And who, they're verified. I, I know I know comics that have, like, like 2,000 followers and they got blue checks. And I'm like, oh, I got right. 30,000 followers and I don't have a blue check. Right. And yeah. my management and my agent and my publicists have submitted. You yeah, grease some tough. palms, bro. You got to yeah. some palms. You, gotta, oh, yeah. you know what it is? You got to go in there and you have to know somebody and they'll put you in the queue faster. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, or you can just pay 500 bucks and they'll put you in the queue. <laughs> 500 bucks? 500 bucks. I think I might do Give that. Give me that number. <laughs> right, right. Give me that number. <laughs> yeah. Like Mayans, they didn't do it because. Why does everyone cherish that? Like, oh, the he's going to die, so should we really pay for him? Right, right. <laughs> right. But we don't know what's really going to happen, so we're thinking. We're thinking right, right. I might get my blue checks. Right, right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, AJ, thank you for joining us today on this beautiful podcast. You guys, we're gonna so be much, doing man. we're gonna be doing the, the live podcast at the Brain Improv. Don't read me, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, actually, I think you're pretty much safe now since I've right. for you. Yeah, yeah, he's he's seriously, right. seriously. He's not you anymore. All right. <laughs> he's done with you until you fix your unresolved issues. My unresolved know. issues. He told me I had a lot of unresolved issues. But you know what I thought was funny though, and uh, you know, doing the 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 Bray Improv is that. When your dogs came through, I said, oh, you have two dogs passed over. You're like, no, I don't. I'm no, like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I go, yes, you do. You have two dogs. He goes, no, no I don't. Because <laughs> it had been so long since they had passed. And been like a, you know, so but then when you said they're they're the same, but one's a, one's a big one and one's a small one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I had a well, I go, well, I had a Doberman and a miniature pincher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His, his ancestors or or people who pass are like bad credit. They disappear yeah. after someone. I because like nonchalantly, when 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 you hit someone right on the nose, you don't even say nothing. You just do the. Well, there you go. Right, right, exactly. But you don't say it. You just, yeah. you're just like I'm saying, like if people can see me right now, but you're just like, right, right, right. You know? just, yeah. no, no, puto. John Hefty, everybody's gonna be at the Brit Improv with me. He's everywhere I go for some reason. Yes, sir, I like yes, sir. Him. Where are we gonna be tomorrow, bro? El Paso, Texas, a comic strip. Bart Reed's oh, comic yeah. strip. Bart We're gonna Reed be there comic next strip. week for five fucking days. Yes, sir. And, and then, then back we, to Texas in November. And back to Texas yeah. in November. It's we're, happening. we're taking AJ with us. Oh, we're going to go? Talking, we're we're going to do like a paranormal thing out there. We're talking about it. Did you get yeah. the ticket information I sent you? We're, gonna, we're trying to get a sponsor. By the way. Boom. If you want to sponsor Momo Rodriguez on his trip and tour, all we need is a big Momo sprinter. Rodriguez and friends. Let's get it right, bro. <laughs> Momo Rodriguez and friends. We're going to go take this Texas tour of San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston. Houston. Damn. No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking Addison, but no, that's not. Addison is Dallas. Is that in Dallas? Dallas in, Addison Improv is in Dallas. Dallas Nalgas? I don't know. Hey, I heard the, the Alamo in San Antonio is a pretty haunted place, no? I haven't. I don't know too much about it. Like, I don't know many people that have investigated, but I'm sure it is because of history that's there. There's so many yeah. deaths right, right there. Yeah. 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 That um, is a great idea. So this is what we're going to do. We are going to um, each take his class. <laughs> we're going to do it. I'm like, hmm. yeah, like mm, uh, right. <laughs> we're gonna take your class, and then we're gonna come back on here and talk about it. Yeah, I'll let you know when the for, next for a hefty discount, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when the next class is because I only do, she knows I don't do those workshops all the time, so yeah. it might be uh, maybe early next year if anything else because I'm not teaching. <sighs> yeah, yeah, because I, I'm done with all my workshops for the year, 
So that's the last year of Adrian Barrera. You want to know, like, right now I'm thinking about it because I was talking about the album. You know what place that creeped me out that I've actually you know, you been to here in California? You know what grinds my gears? Uh, <laughs> you know, the quag hug. But um, the mission in San Ca- Juan Capistrano, ever since I was a kid, oh. it has freaked yeah. me out walking through there. Well, the mission in freaks me out. The mission in, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen stuff in the mission in oh, yeah. where, like, there's not, and I told you this. When we were, uh, when I was like, I was like, I seen stuff in like where there's not even supposed to be people. Yep. 100%. You know, the other one too. Uh, um, there's a ghost right. It's was asleep. What was that? He's still snoring. Oh my god! That scared the fuck out of me. That scared the fuck out of me. You can't be snoring doing a part of podcast. Where you scaring people? I thought it was a baby cry. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I was, was like, like, I thought it was a panda or something. <laughs> I know, I was like, I'm like, this fucking sheep. In this place. <laughs> no, yeah, but the mission Damn, in bro. is is a is a but the the mission at Capistrano. Yeah, there's a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. And I then mean, they have the graveyard of where like the people used to be there. Oh, I don't know front. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean that there's uh, some interesting places even in San Bernardino, Rialto, all off there. I oh, mean, where in Rialto? Well, yeah. I used to live in Rialto. Yeah, there's uh, one in. Uh, it's not open anymore. I think it's condemned, um, but it's called the Rialto Historical Society, and it's, it's it, yeah, it's um, like your love life. Yeah, it, it's pretty trippy. I've been there's there many a, times. I don't know if you ever heard. There's a there's a um, cemetery off Awamansa and Colton. Oh, is that the one that's like all like dirt and uh, little my, small gates? Yes. Yeah, 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 we were gonna go there to investigate so, it. Yeah. So real quick. Yeah. We were driving through there, making fun of like, oh, you know, whatever. It's not haunted, whatever. And we we're just, you know, making just like was, I was probably like in my teenage years, and I and I swear I can't I can't tell you this. Right when we were passing the the cemetery, the the power in the car shut off. Yep, because where it's gonna cemetery. pull energy from. Yeah, yeah. but it, but it like it, it like died, like the car died, and we actually we had to push it about a block farther from the cemetery, and then it turned back on. See, people freak out with the cemeteries. For me, I would go eat my lunch in a cemetery. See, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I used to know a couple of girls that like to get their, you know. Thing on. Yes, sir. I didn't say it like that, but, you know. Eat like, their eat, lunch at the cemetery. Eat, you know what I'm saying? They like to eat their lunch at the cemetery. Yes. Uh, they get their protein shakes. Their, uh, yes. <laughs> their uh, salad's tossed. So, uh, AJ, we're going to do this. We're going to do a video. We're going to do an uh, investigation. Yep. But I want to just me, you, maybe Roger. Okay. Go to the first place we went to, which the, was okay. the, was was the cemetery that, that was a park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The yeah. one where the cholos came up to you? No, 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 that was another one. I'm not going back. That's to that a different one. one. Right. Fuck that one. That and that girl, I jumped. Yeah. We're not going back there. We're not going back to that one. Yeah. And that one, I will not go back to that park. To I remember Renee. Was it Renee or Roger? It was Renee. That was holding the camera. Like the microphone was snatched off me. The the Roger's the one that took the famous picture. Yeah, I know. Oh, with the with the white thing in the back. Hey, Roger, still have that picture? I can't find it. Yeah. Disappeared. Yeah, I mean, that was a trip. You you still have that disemboweled voice from the Laugh Factory? No, that was that was a. Was up. <sighs> yeah, we did a thing at the Laugh Factory for a Halloween show probably like 10 years ago. And we did nothing happened and we were like, whatever about it. And then like three days later, Momo goes, he sends me a clip and he's like, listen to this like carefully, like at 13 seconds in. And then like we're talking and Momo's like, oh, if you're here, just say something. And then like it was just quiet. <sighs> and I was just like, and I, I like I took my headphones out. I was like, I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> Ever again. Dude, you know? I'm his stomach when we're recording. I have a really probably, probably your stomach. stomach like, we were, I thought he was uh, whispering to me after the date shakes. <laughs> Oh, that's true. His stomach, his stomach was just like, 
I was like, what? And he goes, I didn't say nothing. And I was like, oh, okay. Mopeds over. <laughs> Dude, I have a really cool uh, EVP of Janis Joplin when I went to go investigate her place at the Hollywood Gardens. Yeah. And where, where it's all, um, and it actually sounds exactly Let like her voice. Janis Joplin has to. Yeah, it's a trip. Uh, that, my voice isn't like going like, She has like a, a scratcher voice in me. Yeah. <laughs> What's a Janis Joplin song saying? Um, Bobby McGee. No, there's another one that I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember right now that you were talking to me because I knew you were going to ask me, but now it's not coming to mind. Fuck, you're a horrible I DJ. I, I really Don Hefty, by the way. DJ Don <laughs> Hefty for weddings. I can sing you some stuff from the Jefferson Airplane, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Leonard Skinner, bro. I want to go investigate the, their place. Take a little piece of my heart, baby. There you go. <laughs> Paragold Activity, guys. We'll see you at the Bray Improv. Buy your tickets. They're now online at the Bray Improv website or go to any of our Instagrams. Go to mine mostly because I'm the best. And there's a link on there. You can go in there and don't have to on Instagram, guys. Check us out, see what you can find, and I'll put it up also on the Paragold Activity podcast link. AJ Burrell, thank you for having us. Thank you, man, for having me. Thank uh, you, AJ Burrell. Always a good time. Having us in your life. Always. Um, <laughs> and we'll get together. Everybody. Myra the Aura. Thank Myra, you for coming. Myra La Bruja. Myra La Bruja. Myra the Bruja. Myra is single, by the way, gentlemen. Oh Myra is single. Ready to mingle? She's ready to mingle, guys. <laughs> looking for somebody in her life. She does not have anybody, so now is a good time. She's looking for someone to possess her she, life. She's looking for some, someone to vibrate her. Vibrate her. <laughs> there you go. Her auras. Her auras. <laughs> Paragord Activity <laughs> Podcast. Just trying to open your third eye. After guys. dark. <laughs> Paragord Rodriguez, Eric, Eric Gordo, Don Hefty in the house, Eric, 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 Eric Gordo.